Welcome to Third and Nerd, the show that breaks down everything nerd culture with a little sports thrown in. On the show, you'll hear discussions about the latest superhero movies, TV shows, and comics as well. You'll even hear interviews from some of the artists and writers who helped create the characters you know and love. So strap on your super suit and fire up your flux capacitors, because here is your host, Josh Webb. Hey everybody and welcome to an all new Third Nerd. This is your boy Josh Webb coming back to you. And this week, uh, it is it is it is Sans Adam. Uh, regular listeners of the podcast will be familiar with the ongoing saga of will he or won't he. Uh, Adam is sick today. Uh, really, really nasty sick, and I totally understand because I was sick as hell a couple days ago, so it appears it's going around. But his sickness is our gain because I reached out to a friend uh, to see if perhaps she might want to come on the podcast and uh, and fill in for uh, for Adam. And I got a yes. So... I am pleased to introduce my co-host, who uh, also runs—I uh, I believe it was the Colts Wire. Or you, you, I know you do something with with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, um, but yeah. Alexis or Lexi, um, <laughs> and I assume the last name is Anise. Um, no, actually, that's my middle name. But that's oh, okay, my little slogan I go by. But yes, thank you. <laughs> Super excited to be on the podcast this week with you guys. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. So I'm actually kind of glad that Adam's sick because this gives us an opportunity to groove and get to know one another. Uh, So I'll start by asking you uh, kind of something that Adam and I had been talking about, and that's the upcoming – it's hard not to if you're a Marvel (laughs) fan – the upcoming release of Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, Sure. What sort of expectations do you have for the film? Um, Well, after seeing – like the events that happened in in game. Um, I'm pretty excited to see where the movie goes just to see like um, the composition of where they're going to take phase four. Um, So I don't know, like I'm wondering what new villains will arrive or is um, Mysterio the villain? (laughs) Because the trailer doesn't really play it off. I don't know. What, What are your thoughts on it? See, I I think that Mysterio is going to be similar to, like, Marvel has this thing that they're really good at, where they introduce you a character that you think is is helpful and friendly, and then he turns out to be the bad. You know, I mean, it started in Iron Man with Jeff Bridges. Uh, and, and, and it sort of continued into Captain Marvel with, with uh, Jude Law being Jan Rog. Um, so I am reasonably confident that Mysterio is not a hero in any way, shape, or form. Like, I am just going to base that assessment <laughs> off the uh, total number of comics that I have read where Mysterio presents himself as a hero only to betray Spider-Man or whomever uh, and, and reveal himself to be the master architect of all, of all that was going wrong. So totally <laughs> I, ha- I have absolutely zero faith in Mysterio being a, a good guy or somebody that is helpful. What he is going to be is most likely a conduit to a, a larger Marvel universe. The question becomes, is is the multiverse real or is this something that Mysterio is, is using uh, to further his dastardly plot? 
my my next question would be could you bring back people in the multiverse and what are the consequences because i feel like a lot of the characters would actually try to do something like that what do you mean um, like are you talking about like bringing back an iron man or a hulk or yeah. something like that yeah I mean, if you mess with the future and the different universes, you know, it has consequences. So I'm wondering how that would work in this multiverse and if they would actually present this to us in Far From Home or would it be like an ongoing underlying type of situation where it's going to be played out through phase four? Yeah, and and it's going to be curious because Marvel took 10 years uh, to do <coughs> this latest or the last plot that they did. And, and, and I'm reasonably sure that they're not going to take that approach again. Like there, there's there's no real need for them to do that. Now they can hit fans with short, quick bursts that have storylines that linger for like maybe five years at, at, at tops. Mm-hmm. Um and 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 I think that would be better. It's a little bit more digestible. Uh, it doesn't require fans to have seen 22 different films to understand what's going on. Not that I had a problem with that, because <laughs> in my opinion, it's the greatest cinematic achievement in the history of I of totally agree, 100%. But and, I feel like also with the all the films that came out through this process, it was also introducing, like, the underlying like here's like the original six and going through like presenting these characters that we imagined from the comic books to us so I feel like I I agree with what you're saying like for the next phase it'll be shorter just because they wanted to kind of give us what we deserved from the original characters and I think it's easier to take the approach like they did with Captain Marvel where you get sort of a backstory, but mm-hmm. it's not the central focus of the film. Like, yeah. it's just told through the exposition of the film, and that's totally fine by me. Like, I, I think I think that's a reasonable way to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but again, the question is going to be is, like, how long is Marvel going to drag these plots out? And, and when it comes to Spider-Man... I just don't know if they're going to drag them out because they don't have the rights to the character. And, you know, there's a deal with Sony and and they can always extend the terms of that deal. But as with all original contracts and stuff like that, like it is subject to expire. And and Sony could always say it. I don't think they would, because at this point, they're finally making money consistently on Spider-Man films Mm -hmm. and getting positive reviews on Spider-Man films. And they have more of a sandbox to play with. So I don't think Sony would would ever pull out of that deal with this, especially now (laughs) that Marvel owns Fox. Yeah, now that Disney acquired Fox, there is no other place to take your care i i suppose you could go to universal with their hulk and and potentially <laughs> namor properties yeah. but like how exciting is that really going to be over the long haul like exactly so, I, I also I feel like for sony um with the transition of things from past spider-man films i noticed there's like more of a collective like agreement for these marvel films with tom holland so I feel like they've done a great job of connecting with Marvel in some sort, you know, to make sure all the films align. So maybe one day, like, Marvel will get the total rights from Sony. I don't know. But I feel like they're more in line at this stage in time, whereas they weren't in the past Spider-Man movies. Absolutely. I don't think Sony is is really is really thinking about, sell- like, unless they just decide, like, hey... Like here, you can have it back, but mm-hmm. but but even even their worst Spider-Man films still make money because Spider-Man is a money maker. Like exactly, he's, yeah, he's a draw. Like he, uh, outside of the X-Men, he is the single biggest draw in comics. Like yeah. And even even the X Men are, you know, it it depends. Like if it's Wolverine centric, then yeah, the X Men. But like if there's no Wolverine <laughs> involved, then people don't care either. Like I'm glad you feel that way. I feel the same. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of important, but but yeah. yeah, I I don't. What? Okay, let me let me start by phrasing this question. What would you like 
to see out of Phase 4. We'll start there. Like, Oh, that's a good question. You're damn right it is. And though I know that won't happen just because I feel Repeat like it's it. too soon. We lost you. We lost you. Oh, sorry. I I felt like it would be sick to see the X-Men in Phase 4. Um, even though I know that probably won't happen just because it's too soon. Um, and they just got the merger from Fox. So I feel like that isn't doable. But I feel like there's so much more that they could do in Phase 4. Like, I would love to see um, Dr. Doom and... Um, I would love to see Galactus um, just saying like who the next villain is. Um, Thanos was, of course, the OG. But, you know, seeing where they're going to take that from now, um, I'm excited to see. As far as superheroes wise, um, I don't know. There's so many different options, even Fantastic Four. Like, I don't know. But going kind of back to Sony, like, I feel like they also are taking like a smart move on this because. Of course, um, Disney Marvel wants Spider-Man to be a part of, like, their home, not just Sony. So I feel like any price range, maybe Sony is just waiting on that price kind of thing. Like, hey, if you guys offer us something. So I don't know. But what are your thoughts about Phase 4? Yeah, I... I mean, like I said, w- with Spider-Man, I genuinely don't think Sony has any interest in selling because they're just making too much money off it. Like, the rights to Spider-Man are were Like, if they sold, Sony would have to get back something. Like, it would almost yeah, have to go down like a sports trade, I would think. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we'll give you the rights to Avatar if you, <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, understandable. Something like that, man. Like, because I don't care about Avatar's like 50 million sequels. Like, I would have cared five years ago, but. <laughs> what like, about Venom? Like, are you excited? Maybe we're, we'll have Venom into the MCU? I, I have low it. hopes that they're going to put Tom Hardy in the MCU, even though I rather enjoyed the Venom film. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually thought the Venom film was a lot better than people gave it credit for. Riz Ahmed is a fantastic mm-hmm. villain in that. Um, and I and I loved him in, uh, I, I want to say, was it just Born, I think? I think was. So, yeah. I, I can't. I can never remember the names <laughs> of all those films, but I think it was just Born. He was in that as well as uh, one of one of the central characters. Um, I rather enjoy him, and I thought Tom Hardy did a great job. Oh yeah. Uh, and I've had an eternal crush on Michelle Williams <laughs> going back to Dawson's Creek days. I was. Oh wow! Throwback, real. <laughs> I was never Team Joey. Like, <laughs> I was great. always Team Jen. Oh wow. So throwback. But um I think with the f- yeah, we're not going to see the X-Men. Like first they like they just got the property back and if they were to start production on it right now, like you still wouldn't see the film for almost 5 years. Like and that's if yeah. they started production now. Like so they'd do you have think to- they would restart for sure to have that Marvel branding for the MCU? Like, do you think they would have a new Wolverine? And even yes. though I love freaking Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, and he said before a hundred times that he would come back and play Wolverine if Marvel would ask. So I'm like in the back of my mind, like hoping they ask one day, but at the same time, I'm like, they probably won't because no, they're not going like, to ask. retired him as Logan. So. They're going to move on from the characters that Fox had, because if you open the door uh, for putting Hugh Jackman in, then all of a sudden people are like, well, now I want to see Patrick Stewart. Now I want to see. Yeah. And, and let's just be honest, dude, as great as those films were in terms of their casting choices, because mm-hmm. let's be real, Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart as Magneto and Charles Xavier is the most pimp casting ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And and Fassbender and McAvoy did a tremendous job with it. I rather enjoyed them, but 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 they were it was just a convoluted mess trying to to merge those films Mm -hmm. uh, in Days of Future Past. I was actually stunned when somebody posted (laughs) the Rotten Tomatoes score of Days of Future Past. It was one of the highest rated X Men films. Yeah, and I was like, what? Yeah. 
like, I saw that too. That film was a jumbled mess. <laughs> um, but 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 you know what, man? Like whatever. Like I am fine with them recasting the X Men. Like if far if Disney is now going to get the property rights to this and they're going to do it, they're going to do it right. They're going to recast everything. They're going to pick the X Men that they want. They're going to find a way exactly. to incorporate it into the story, and they're not going to really worry about what Fox did because if you look at Dark Phoenix, it's probably better that Fox don't have the X-Men anymore. Like, yeah, exactly. They were just lost. Exactly. <laughs> it's pretty sad to say, but yes, I agree. Um, but who do you think you would like to see, like, I guess in Phase 4? As far uh, as, like, characters and villains? Uh, I want to see either Galactus, Osborn, or Doom. Um, if we're being real, I desperately <laughs> want to see those, uh, because if you're going to come back from Thanos, like you, you, you need somebody with gravitas, like yeah. you need somebody like you can't go from like Thanos to like MODOK stupid ass. Like, <laughs> yes, you, just, exactly. like you just can't do it. Fans are going to be like, what? Like, what yeah. is this nonsense? <laughs> yeah. going to beat this short, like stumpy little dude senseless exactly like, what about I, I, taskmaster huh what about taskmaster see i think taskmaster is is somebody that they should incorporate i don't know who have the rights to taskmaster if we're being honest yeah, i don't know if he falls under sony or if he falls under marvel um but but i i've heard rumors and i've also heard those rumors uh, squashed that Taskmaster could potentially be in the upcoming Black Widow film. Uh, oh, wow. Like Taskmaster is one of my favorite villains. Like as we speak, <laughs> I'm looking at the pop of Taskmaster. It's mm -hmm. one of my like I I'm selling all of my pops except for like a certain row, and Taskmaster <laughs> is one of people are like, hey, can I get your Taskmaster? Like, I'm like, no. <laughs> no, that wasn't included in the deal. Like, Taskmaster awesome. is not for sale. Uh, Tony Masters is just way too cool. Aside from the <laughs> fact that he wears a, a badass costume and carries a shield like Captain America. Like mm -hmm. he's just an OG when he fights. Like you can't beat the dude. He memorizes your fighting style and then uses it against you. Like, uh, you know what? One thing I am looking forward to is Shang-Chi. We know oh, yeah. Shang-Chi is going to be in phase four. So and you, I you think that's Keanu Reeves because I've heard talks about Marvel, no. like trying to speak with him or who, who do you think he would play if that's no, the uh, Keanu Reeves? I think at age 50, <laughs> um, I think Still a bad he, a, though, he, so. he, he <laughs> would, he would play somebody similar to like an Odin role where maybe they get involved with something, but mostly they're there to, to lend like, you know, Rene Russo was Frigga, you know, yeah. like I, I, I think Keanu is going to be in one. He's not going to be like a cameo style like Nathan Fillion was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. But I don't think he's going to be a set like he's too old. He's too old. And right now, if if you were to cast somebody as Shang-Chi, who I think and I was talking about this on Twitter today, I think Shang-Chi is going to assume some of the uh, uh, aspects of Captain America. Um, yeah, the, I can see that. The, the training aspect where he trains the Avengers because Shang-Chi is, is the best fighter. Mm -hmm. uh, and I also think that he's, he, well, I, I don't think, I know from the comics he's a brilliant tactician as well. And he's got that serious side about him. So I think he's so going tag teaming with like Doctor Strange and helping the team kind of thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I think he'll be a, a, a dude that sort of. Like I said, <clears throat> um, I, I, I think he's going to fill that sort of serious, somber role that mm -hmm. Cap always played. Like, the, hey, guys, let's be serious about this. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I yeah think we all need that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> language, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I also saw that about the Eternals. So yeah. people were talking about maybe... Keanu was going to be in that 
type of role. Yeah, it was supposed to be uh, the Eternals, I believe, is where he uh, Jeremy Conrad was the one to first report it. Right. And so I was wondering, I was like, interesting to see what role he might have. And then I've seen a lot of people on Twitter tweeting about him being Wolverine, like the next Wolverine. I'm like, "Eh, I don't know. The next Wolverine is going to have, at the minimum, like a 10-year commitment to Marvel. That would put huge, that would put Keanu Reeves at like 60, 62 years of age. And I'm just saying, man, I know he's kicking, like John Wick is, is, (laughs) don't get me started on John Wick. Yeah, me either. (laughs) I could talk about those films all day day they're so good but but Keanu Reeves is doing them now he's not doing them 10 years from now when he's 60 years old um he's a fit dude but I but I genuinely think the next Wolverine is going to be younger he's going to be somebody that can be like I said be committed to the role these are going to be contracts that Marvel's going to be like look dude this isn't one film and done if you're Wolverine like you're going to be talking to the media you're going to be doing a lot of you're going to be doing a lot of promotion you are Wolverine like yeah Iron Man (laughs) Get, get to know get to know the character because that's all you are for the next 10 years yeah and they'll pay you accordingly, but that's all you are. <laughs> exactly. Totally agree. Yeah. Um, I, I, like I said, I, I think as far as phase four goes, I would like to see some Galactus. I would like to see some doom. Um, and so on. Um, you know, let's, let's, let's take a couple of questions here before we move on. We had, sure. We had, uh, uh, oh, okay, what are our predictions for uh, Far From Home's big twist that Tom Holland talked about? I didn't see this. Did you? No, actually. So when I saw that tweet, I was like, wait, what big twist did he talk about? Um, I'm kind of wanting to know what it was and why I haven't heard of it. I'm looking it up right now. Um, uh, okay, yeah, apparently he said there's a major twist that could rival, uh, there's a scene their audiences will feel like they're punched in the face, even filming it. I remember walking out and saying, are you sure it's okay? People are going to hate that scene, but really, God, it's wow. pretty crazy. Um, uh, I, I am wonder betting. if it's like some kind of time paradox type thing. Dude, where, I am betting what that What if he's dead or... <laughs> I'm betting that the multiverse is not real. Like that's that's this is the thing, and that it is going to anger me. I am going to walk out of there going, "That's garbage." Yeah, I'm I'm kind of worried about that, but I'm hoping that it is real just to kind of guide the end game hype at the end, like how it was like, oh, different universes and all these things could happen. I'm like, come come through far from home, come through for me <laughs> so you can fix it all and explain what the multiverse is and everything. Because I feel like people need to understand like what it is and to see it in that way. But I don't know. We'll see. Like, I... I don't... <laughs> I, good. You're fans like, no. are, fans <laughs> are going to hate it. Like, that's... Yeah. Look, that's... That, this is all I'm going to say about that, man. Like, that's not really something you should be bragging about. Like, I mean, although uh, we don't know what it is and we're going to find out, but if it truly is something that's awful and you know that it's awful, why would you tell us? (laughs) Yeah. Like, so I, uh, okay. Well, what do you think the twist is? I don't, I mean, it has to be like, I don't know. Like, I feel like maybe it's like he actually died. I don't know. That can't be true because, I mean, he is our new Spider-Man. But I'm just like, did someone die that we didn't know of? Did something happen? Or I don't know. Or maybe it could be as simple as, like, the villain is not who you think it was. Or there's this other Avenger. Or I don't know. It could be anything. (laughs) And now, like, already come out so I can see what happened. <laughs> yeah, we need to just, just go ahead and hurry Take up and spot so I, so I can hate it. Exactly. Either I'm going to hate it or I'm going to love it. 
<laughs> or I'm going to hate it, loving it. <laughs> like, it's something in that realm. Like, please let me see what happens. <laughs> All right. So we've got, we've got Joshua here who wants to know if the X-Men have a future after the recent travesty known as Dark Phoenix. Uh, we kind of covered this. That's a Fox yeah. film, and Fox doesn't have the rights to them anymore. So uh, not only will they recover, but all you need to do is look at Kevin Feige's track record of, of those. T- How many of those 22 films do you <laughs> – and this isn't me asking you – yeah, but this is me asking in general. How many of those twenty-two films do you consider good? Now, yeah. take that and apply that same logic to Kevin Feige developing and fleshing out the X Men down the line. Like, trust me, he'll get it done. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, they found a way to include Spider-Man at the last minute in a way that not only made sense but that nobody has questioned. Exactly. And I I commented on this earlier today. Like, I feel like Tom Holland is like the Spider-Man that we envisioned from the comic books, like straight up, like all the other Spider-Man movies, we were all like, yay, Spider-Man, like, let's watch it. Like, let's see what happens. But nothing like attached to us as fans, as well as Tom Holland's portrayal of Spider-Man, because he's young. He's like, this teenager exactly like in the comic book like you know like we actually can see everything that's going on that we actually read in the comic like book. i liked toby mcguire but <laughs> yeah toby mcguire was clearly not in high school at that time yes, like, exactly my exact thoughts <laughs> i mean those films are still well up until the third like one and two uh, of the of the sam raimi spider-mans were fantastic mm-hmm. but i think this level of Spider-Man now has us caring about his friends. Exactly. And, and, like it's finally, it's finally incorporating all those aspects of Spider-Man that you want. And we're supposed to be talking about the X-Men. Um, <laughs> but going back to Josh's question, Josh, I, I, Marvel now, Disney now have the rights to the X-Men. So if you think Kevin Feige does a good job of creating films, then this, that, that's, that is how I would answer this question. (laughs) I think that they'll not only have a future, but that they'll be massively successful. I'm curious what they'll do, but when they do it, I, I have a feeling it will be tremendously successful. Agree. I agree. I I mean, everything that like, MCU touches as far as like the new phases and everything that I've seen in the past 10 years has been phenomenal and just watching it grow and it get better each time. So I feel like when they present the X-Men, you'll know. And I feel like I feel comfortable enough knowing and trusting that they'll do a great job. So I'm not worried about the future of X-Men. I know they'll do great because that's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 not worried about it either. Like I definitely think that they're going to have uh they're going to have big things planned for the X-Men, whether or not it's X-Men versus Avengers, which I think would be just an absolutely outstanding way mm-hmm. uh, to introduce the X-Men is, is pit them against the Avengers and, and sort that of these two separate universes. And I genuinely think you can have some fun with the mutant thing because yeah. we, and, and not to get too political, but we exist in an era where the other is is so present like we we find an other as a society and we hate them and and and, and, and whether it's it's people crossing the border and i'm not saying i hate that these aren't my personal feelings i'm saying this is what we see in society whether it's it's you know being a young black teenager uh you know mm-hmm. just trying just trying to get by in the world or it, it you know somebody with a disability wa- walking home from from the mosque you know i people find an other and they hate them and i think that you could do that so well with exactly, the mutants yeah. is is sort of make it not necessarily seem like they're taking over, but that mm-hmm. the, these are these are people with with serious serious abilities, 
And unlike some of our heroes, not every one of them knows how to control these abilities. Like, they're even Jean Grey, who's supposed to be like one of, you know, Xavier's greatest students, like, even she gets overtaken by, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, this substantial power. So, yeah, I totally understand and agree. I, I think it'd be really interesting to create the X Men in the world where you could have them as an other. Um, and I, I think it would be fantastic writing. Um, so, I mean, that's that's where I would start. That's what I would do with the X-Men. I definitely think that Marvel is going to do something with them. But like I said, I wouldn't expect to see it for about five or ten years. They're going to give it they're going to give it some time to marinate after the travesty that was Dark Phoenix. They're going to let people erase that film from their memory. Uh, then they'll go back in and and. You know, once the casting starts happening, that's that's when, you, you know, the ball is rolling. Yeah, like, so apparently, I guess Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver were mutants, so I feel like they're kind of giving us something, but... At the same time, they didn't... At the time, they didn't have, like, you know, the X-Men right, but now <clears throat> they could actually put that into the story and maybe even make them, like, especially Scarlet Witch, like, help her to present it in a different way and show now i don't know the problem with that is is that you've already grounded the twins power uh Mm -hmm. in 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 the reality stone or in the mind stone as it were Uh, yeah they they use those to create them so they kind of grounded that in them so i and here's the thing you already have one of the twins that's dead it becomes really hard to go back in and change a story when one of them is dead like if they were both alive you could do something but like I, I I'm fine I'm fine with Scarlet Witch actually not being a mutant. She's clearly yeah, still yeah. powerful as all hell. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm fine with her. I I would be cool if they if they did. I'm curious how they'll do it. I know a lot of people yeah. think that what they're going to do is if the multiverse is real, then they're going to say that oh the X Men existed on this other Earth. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I've heard, and I've already speculated this exactly what you're about to say about them being on a different time frame in another earth <laughs> Josh, so, you, I mean, what's up sorry i didn't mean to butt in but do you think that they that they would do it uh via another origin story a la dc and batman or <laughs> no they, with the x-men yeah. There's there's way too much. I mean, they may they may do an origin story as in the forming of the team, or mm-hmm. the solidifying of the team, kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy status. Yeah. But I don't think so. that they're gonna have like there's too many mutants to go back in and do an origin story for every single one of them. Like even even the individual mutants. Like I would be surprised if they. Like, if they did something similar, like, I couldn't see them doing, like, oh, here's a Nightcrawler film, a couple Nightcrawler films, a couple Jean Grey films, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, a Cyclops I'm, film, and oh, here's the X-Men. Yeah, no, I'm talking about, like, the forming of the team. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be, like, a Guardians of the Galaxy style type deal where they're sort of meshed together and forced to forced to, to, to coexist in order to overcome some threat. Yeah. That's okay. that's how I think they would do it. That's a good question, Scotty. And yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you, but when you're no, talking about people no, that, that question, are different, I'm man. like Yeah, it's a great question. I had to I had to throw in uh, you know the uh disability community too, because, you know, we've talked about that at length. Off Hell yeah! Hell yeah! And you know what, man? They have they have uh, disabled uh, superheroes. I think they actually have somebody with yeah. uh, cerebral palsy. Oh, seriously? That's cool. Uh, yes, I believe she were. Uh, it's in the Unstoppable Wasp comic. Uh, she's part of the team that works with Wasp, but she has. Um, but she walks with the arm crutches. You know oh, nice. the. the Individual arm crutches yeah, that yeah, kind of hook. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's how that's how she walks, and 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 uh, nice. they gave her, they gave her wings so she could fly and such. But uh, yeah, you should check it out, dude. Dude, I you know I've always wanted Professor Professor X's levitating chair, but you know <laughs> if I were you, Scott, I 
I would go and just create my wheelchair <laughs> to look exactly like I that. And then I would just roll around every day looking like <laughs> Professor X. Like, you don't even understand. Like, I know wheelchairs are expensive and impossible to get, but once I got mine, I would customize the hell out of it. Yeah, if only I had the money to do that. True, true. Well, I mean, you could improv some of it, you this know. This is true. But, anyway. I mean... I think you should do it, Scotty. I'm I'm a big fan of you. For the listeners who don't know, Scott has cerebral palsy. That's why we're talking about this. So I <laughs> I I personally think uh uh you should do it, Scott. I'll, I'll even I'll you. even I'll help you I'll help you convert it. I, I've always I've always wanted to pull it off for Halloween at least. So I don't know I don't know about all all the time, but uh, at least for a day or something like a yeah. convention. Yeah, that's a convention. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. All right, I'm in, Scotty. We'll do it. Like we'll we'll go to like Fresno Comic Con or something, yeah. and we'll we'll pimp out your wheelchair, dude. All I need, all, all I really need is a bald cap and a suit. This is true. <laughs> it's it's not exactly like Professor X has the world's most complicated. Uh, 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 well, I mean, you like you said, all he wears is a suit. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and I look damn good in a suit, so. Yes, there you, you do. You, you, look very, you look very sharp, Scotty. I've, I love it. I remember one time you showed up uh, to the you. I think you had to come from somewhere when you when you went to the game. So you showed up uh, in a suit and and you had to film Jackson and I uh, with with uh, with, with being all suited and booted. Yeah, suited and sweaty. <laughs> I think it was nice. See, you could just dress up as Magneto. And then you have the whole crew. And, like, I could come as Storm. Like, we, we'll do, do the it. whole Comic-Con. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's Sounds do good. it, Scotty. No. <laughs> well, hell, man, I uh, I think we've just about covered everything. We've got the questions done. We've thought we've, we've sort of beaten some of these topics to death. Um, let's, side, side what's note. up? Um, side note, did you see where our Robert Downey Jr. is actually Iron Man in real life? <laughs> with his new use of robotics um, AI Save to help clean up the earth. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, also, speaking of Robert Downey Jr., we almost got out of here. Uh, Eve Ewing, for those of you who uh, don't know, is is one of the best comic writers out right now. Uh, she's also the scribe of Ironheart. Uh, who is Riri Williams, a 15-year-old girl uh, from Chicago who has the uh, uh, recreated Tony Stark's armor from scratch uh, because Amazing. she's a genius. Uh, 15-year-old, like I said, 15-year-old young black woman from Chicago, uh, and, and she creates this Iron Man armor. Uh, and she also uh, is, is, is smart enough to get into MIT. Uh, but Ironheart is, is truly one of the best comics out right now. Uh, and Eve Ewing is the scribe, and Ironheart sort of is exactly what you would think of as Tony Stark uh, in terms of Iron Man-type character, except she's Riri Williams and has her personality instead of Tony Stark's. Uh, but she is a genius. She does fit the Iron Man thing. I would love to see her. Yeah, I would, too. I, I feel like it would be a lot of opportunity, too, for Marvel, and I feel like a lot of girls would cosplay her. Um, they would cosplay I, I especially the hell out of her. <laughs> she looks awesome. Um, I would also note that, like, I just feel like having her a part of the force, like, would be like having another Shuri. Yeah, I, I feel that vibe from her. So. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know what, man? Marvel said it's going to get a hell of a lot more diverse. They Feige's already said that. So for people who are complaining about the diversity and that Marvel's going to include this stuff, like I, I've got really, really bad news for you. <laughs> like uh, Kevin Feige is said he's going to diversify the hell out of out of the MCU, and I am totally fine with it because the comics are diverse. Yeah, um, I just don't like how. I guess some people are like, it's it's not diverse enough right now. You know what I mean? And I'm like, it's pretty diverse. Like, look around, like at all the different heroes. Like, look at Gamora and look at um, 
the new Captain America. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like I, I think it's some of that discussion, but I understand. Yeah. yeah. At the beginning of it, you could argue like it's it's a bunch of white people. It is. <laughs> like it's it's Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, the Hulk, Scarlet Witch, and Hawkeye. Like nary <laughs> a black person to be found. Uh, except for Nick Fury. Black Panther now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you have the Black Panther, but back then it 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 was a lot of whiteies. Um <laughs> and so I get why people are like it's not diverse enough, but but Marvel can only do so much. They've started the transition. Like Iron Man is dead, Captain America <laughs> retired. Hawkeye appears to have gone insane. Scarlet Witch is dead. Like exactly. you, the they're they're diversifying it just you need to wait until uh, more films come out because they literally just ended the story like give exactly. a, yeah yeah they that's haven't even put whole, out one film yet that's my whole thing like just wait sit down be patient it's okay like it will come we promise <laughs> It's like, there. <laughs> it's there. Like it's coming. You just need to to let them put out some films for. for yeah. Sake. Plus, there's not a lot. You know, like in the comic books, there's like a set amount of characters, so you can only have or do so much with what you have, kind of thing. You know. Right. Exactly. So, like Storm, she's like one of my favorites. But again, she's an X Men. So anybody who loves Storm, you know, you gotta wait. They'll do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Storm will be one of the central characters. Trust when yeah. they the X Men, she'll be there. Uh, somebody did also ask us about. Uh, Josh said about the new Avengers game hype or not, and, oh. and you know what? We almost got off air without talking about the Avengers. Yes. We need to. We, we finally <laughs> saw footage. Uh, at E3, and people were bitching that the characters didn't look like the MCU or that they weren't the MCU, and I'm like, you realize how much that would have cost in licensing and rights? Yes. Like, like having and, and to top that, all the characters, like, they just put out in-game, so they would have to bring them in, do all their voicing, uh-huh. you know, and it's like they just finished in-game, so you, you wanted them to come right after that to make this game, basically. Like there was no way. No, like I am totally fine with the way the characters look in the game. Uh, I am genuinely excited for the game. Um, what about I, the mechanics I, of it? Are you excited how it's set up? Or um, I don't. I don't know. To, what, what what are the mechanics of it? <laughs> like that's that, that's the uh... million dollar question. What what did you get out of it? Like. Here's the thing. It looks it looks exactly like it's going to be a story driven uh, tale. Open where you, yeah, where you've got central characters, and then I've I've it's 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 been well documented that you're going to have the ability to tailor your character or to pick a character that mm-hmm. fits your style of play. So Which you is can, why they look the way they do. You can you can turn the game into whatever you want it to be, and I'm those are genuinely the best. T- like, dude, we should just be thankful that we're getting an Avengers game. game like, yeah, that's true. Like, people are complaining about this, and I'm like, dude, we had we just barely got Spider Man, which is fun, phenomenal. Yes. But before that, like, what did we have? Like, what with Deadpool? Exactly. Like, yeah. and I mean, yep. that was. And all, but it's not like it. It's not like Deadpool uh, broke records as a video game, like the Avengers or Spider-Man will. Like, I... mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you had back in the day, like Ultimate Alliance too. And so this is Speaking like a of, first yeah. in that realm. <laughs> I was just playing Ultimate uh, Marvel vs. Capcom three, yes. and I was my my husky like had his ears down and like. Fled the room because I was screaming at the game. Like, like man, I was getting cheesed so bad. Like, I love that game so much. Like, I love it would hit one and large, I have Iron Man, so I totally. They would hit it. one large like they do. They do one of the the ultimate moves, and mm-hmm. then they tag in another character, and they do their ultimate move on at the end of the other ultimate move. So it strings together, and like mm-hmm. you just started the game, and your character's already dead. You're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, it's it's pretty frustrating. 
I also love um, fighting Galactus. Yes. It's so hard, but I love it. I, uh, I, I, I'm frustrated that I tapped out beforehand. I'll have to give it another go again. <laughs> uh, my, my preferred characters are, I love to use Nova. Um, I also love to use, uh, uh, Iron Man is good. Uh, I use Akuma. I use Nova. And I also like to use somebody like, uh, Super Scroll. Oh, uh, Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, so I, I love Chung Li, and then I'll use Iron Man. Sometimes I'll do um, Mega Man. Ah, uh, Mega I also, Man. I also love Dante and his. Um, I forgot the girl's name. Um, Which but one? She's in Devil May Cry too. Ah, oh, right, right, right. Uh, but she's in the game. But I just, it just is beyond me. But in the game, I love playing as Phoenix because I love when she mm-hmm. does <laughs> Dark Phoenix. Because she can kill you so hard, but she is so easy to get, like, to kill. On the yeah, other like, side, yeah, so. she's one of the characters it. that I use, but, like, she'll get nuked off the planet before <laughs> any of my other characters. You're like, okay, <laughs> so you're really powerful and you just have no defense whatsoever. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so Avengers game, definitely a pro. I'm in, man. Uh, I can't Isn't wait it for it. Is it for PS4? Uh, no, it is it is it is available. Uh, the PS4 version is going to have, um, uh, what did they say, like exclusives or bonuses? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, it will be for Xbox as well. Oh, um, okay. I'll probably end up getting it on PS4 because exclusives bother of me. Course. Like, I, <laughs> like I have to have all the exclusive stuff. But I told my roommate, I'm like, hey, dude. Why don't you get it on Xbox and I'll get it on PS4 and then that way like totally so we that's can what, have both of them. <laughs> exactly we can have the best of both worlds quite exactly. literally so that's what we're going to do um but uh yeah before we get out of here Lexi why don't you tell the people where they can find you on Twitter and what you tell them a little bit about yourself and then oh. tell them where they can find you <laughs> on social media to have more conversation with you Sure. So um, I recently moved to California, actually, um, but I was born and raised in the South. I'm from Mississippi. <laughs> Hence the accent if you guys hear me say y'all. Um, but you can find me on social, on Twitter. It's LexiJPR. On Instagram, it's Alexis Anise. And I love Marvel. Huge Marvel fan. Um, I also like DC, but Marvel is my heart. <laughs> I love playing video games. Um, I used to work for Ubisoft as a Fragdoll cadet, so love doing that. Um, so love video games. So um, if you guys have any questions or anything, just hit me up in the DMs or in the Twitter, Twitter feed. Um, and it's been a pleasure and honor to be on the podcast. I hope to be on the podcast in the future. It's awesome sure, hanging out with yeah. you. You're a great host. So you guys make sure to follow him. Um, make sure to keep keep in contact and follow all the news and greatest new things that he sees coming out. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I I can definitely envision you coming back on the podcast, mostly because I can envision Adam getting sick again. <laughs> so I'll just be like. You'll be instead of like a booty call, you'll be like a podcast <laughs> call. Be like, hey, <laughs> you up? I love it. Like I you can't. know, you say you send a message on Skype. You on? You know, just <laughs> that's exactly how I envisioned it. Thank you. <laughs> so, love it. Uh, but if you want to find me on Twitter, you can do so at Fight on Twist. Uh, also, I want to give a huge thanks to our producer, Scotty, who is the man um, and also went out of his way to create a fantastic intro for the podcast. Uh, so you may notice that we have that now um, at the beginning of the podcast instead of just a cold open. Uh, so thanks to Scotty for taking the time and doing that. He's proud of it, and he has good reason to be. Oh. Uh, 
There's a moment in there that I can't stand, which is exactly why Scott put it in there, and it's fantastic. I don't hold it it against him at all. Like, I would have done the same thing, so. um, (laughs) Come on, Josh, any moment you're seeing, we gotta get it in there, man. Hey, I understand, Scotty. (laughs) I completely understand. Like I said, I don't hold it against you. Um, As an aside, however, uh, coming up, uh, I believe... Next week. On next week, we are going to be talking to Eric and Julia Lewold of X-Men the Animated Series. Um, if you ever watched X-Men the Animated Series as a child, then basically you won't want to miss this podcast because these are the two that created it. Yeah. They're the two that brought it to life. They're the two that created the stories. They're the two, they basically were behind... Everything they were the showrunners, uh, the actual showrunners, the writers, uh, and the and the show's creators. Uh, it's so brilliant. Too, it is. It, it, it was. It was revolutionary. It. It and it holds get, up. It does. It holds up, and it's it, it doesn't get enough credit for how revolutionary it was. It, it really doesn't. <laughs> it was at the time. Uh, cartoons were 30 minutes and out. What happened mm-hmm. didn't roll over. It, it There was no consequence in cartoons. At best, you may have a double parter, but at the end of it, it was like none of it ever happened. The X-Men were the first to sort of create this ongoing, hey, we've, we've got stuff hanging in the background. You're not exactly. going to get everything in one episode. And they had characters come on from other shows that Marvel had put. It was sort of like the MCU before the MCU. It is the OG of the MCU. I and, fully agree. <laughs> and there are only there there are two shows that absolutely hold up and stand the test of time. One of them is X Men, uh, the animated series. The other is Spider Man, the animated series, which coincidentally mm-hmm. enough is the inspiration for the moment on the intro that I absolutely hate. It Come is on, me. Josh. Give us it a is little. Me. I know. I kind of like it. Give us um, a little. It, it was. It was me singing part of the theme song from Spider-Man, the animated series. Well, making fun of the theme song, uh, but uh, but Scotty recorded it, had had my voice on there and included it in in the intro, which, like I said, (laughs) I would have done the same thing. Uh, but if you get the chance going back, uh, check out previously on X-Men. It is a book written by Eric Lewald about the X-Men, the animated series. It covers everything. It is it is a great behind the scenes look. Um, and if you order it directly from them, they sign your copy. So I can't wait to have them on. Um, in fact, I'm going to go this week and and watch every single episode. I have them uh, on on a hard drive. I'm going to watch every single episode in preparation uh, for uh, for for a conversation with Eric and Julia. <laughs> so, if you have questions about X Men the animated series and you want us to ask them to, of Eric and Julia, send them in because you won't want to miss this podcast. So. Uh, For Lexi and Scott, I want to say thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with one hell of an interview. Uh, So thanks for listening to Third and Nerd, and we will catch you on the flip side.